getting out ahead of the snow, but uh, evidently I wasn't, so I left work two hours ago. Oh my days, so like, was the roads um, filled with hobbits and uh, rifles? <laughs> it should have been. No, it was um, with yetis and... Uh... <laughs> hobbits and rifles? I think I got their second album, Life at Budokan. <laughs> Is that the... Yeah, the live album. <laughs> uh, so I'm just warming up. Steady on. <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> so have you got yourself any booze or anything? I mean, like, um, as you may or may not know, I'm I'm really not doing the booze thing at the moment. So um... <sighs> I suppose I do have some Kraken upstairs. You've got some crack? Kraken. Oh, 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 right. Okay. Okay. Sorry. No. My bad. Uh, I, yeah, I'm more, you know, Coke. Keep it kind of classy. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice bit of Coke. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> what? I always moan when I talk. I'm sorry. Oh, you fucking, you fucking little cunt. Oh, fucking cunt. <laughs> oh, I love it when American women say that. Oh, <laughs> It gets to the parts that not many English girls can. Really? Mmm. Yes. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, we kind of have a thing for uh, British accents over here as well. Well, apparently so. <laughs> what happens on the podcast stays on the podcast. <laughs> oh, holy shit. We're in big trouble then. No. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I was going to say, um, I do let my guests pretty much run pretty well. I mean... Oh, brilliant. We'll show us your fucking tits then. I'm showing you them right now. <laughs> oh, bollocks. Bless you. <laughs> I've got to practice for when I'm uh, in town in a few months. Bills a bit shorter there. You've got to pay the bills. <laughs> got to make ends meet, I suppose. I tried to make my ends meet. I just couldn't quite get it up there. No. <laughs> well, no, it's difficult when you're a bloke because, like, you try and shove it up your ass, but just when it gets to the tickly bit, like, it I mean, gets a bit hard and it just doesn't bend anymore. <laughs> so, um, anyway, the show, my show, I guess I'll uh, <laughs> actually take a little control of it. And, oh, yeah, that's um... right. Yeah, you've got a podcast, haven't you? Oh, well done, you. <laughs> well, I was. I, I'm, I'm I... so glad you got the vote. Oh, it's fucking brilliant. 
Wow. <laughs> All right. I'm pretty loose. <laughs> Welcome to Screams and Moans, episode 5, the uh, podcast about movies and sex, but not together, because that would be porn. Uh, today, I have with me the lovely Davian Dent from The Bitter Sound and Strange Times. Hello. Hello, you. <laughs> How are you doing? Um, I'm doing okay, actually. I just stubbed my toe on the microphone stand, and it hurts. Do you need somebody to kiss it and make it better? Um, well, possibly. Um, will you be mummy? Mm, I could be. Of okay. course, you know, going with this uh, with this movie, maybe you actually want me to, like, stomp on it and make it hurt more? Oh, now stomping is good. <laughs> Inflicting a little more pain? Yes, well, yes, I do have a bit of a sadomasochistic streak, it must be said. Mm, I know it's going to be a shocker that I have one as well. Oh, it's a marriage made in hell, darling. <laughs> Where we're going. Yeah. So, um, what, what else have you been up to lately? Well, uh, what have I been up to? I, uh, well, I've been um, breaking in a new co-host with um, my good old buddy uh, Kat Sorens uh, for Strange Times, our um, um, weekly I suppose you'd call it podcast chat show. Yes, uh, uh, since uh, the late Bon Voyage departed to um, shove poppers up his ass, uh, uh, we have a new co-host, uh, uh, Jerry Twait. Um, yeah, so uh, me, him, and Kat, we've been doing our Strange Time stuff. 
I've been um, against all advice. I've been recording some more bitter sound. Um, Why against all advice? Um, well, not many people like it, <laughs> to be honest. Um, it's a little too weird for most people, I think. is. Uh... So does that make me a little weird then? Well, I already know you are. I mean, uh, you even bought a T-shirt, you lovely, lovely person. Um, I did, and a hoodie even. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. The hoodie was very fetching, it must be said. Yes, yes. So, yeah, I've been uh, um, um, busying myself with um, a little bit of masturbation. When I get the time. Uh, well, you know, you've got to keep it clean and, you know, clean. stuff builds up. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, masturbation isn't clean. I just meant like... <laughs> what? No, I'm like, no, no. It's all right. I can't think of anything clever. That's okay. Hey, we can fix it in post. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> um, well, I was going to say you have to keep them nice and, and empty so they're feeling good. But um, yes. in a much more clever way. <laughs> yes, exactly. Keep them empty and happy. <laughs> empty balls are happy balls? Well, yes, yes. I have been listening to uh, the latest Strange Times. <laughs> uh, oh. It's good with Jerry on there. It's a nice addition to the show. But uh... He is. He is a lovely chap. And he loves boxes. Yeah. <laughs> boxes in his box factory and his little box no no box oh boxes box boxes not box it's box excuse me bless you whose fucking show is this <laughs> sorry sorry yeah you've been listening to the bit of sound and now over to megan oh <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> oh since i've only uh recorded with you a couple times on this Actually, strange times and once one really drunken phone call with Nigel. Oh, yes, the river pikey. Yes, the river pikey. Oh, I'm going to meet the river pikey as well. But, um, yeah, I suppose we should get on to uh, Ichi the Killer. Mmm. Oh, you said that just as I was eating some nuts, so... <coughs> <laughs> So, Ichi the Killer. Ichi the Killer. Mm. Yeah. I was going to say, it's one of the reasons I actually like having um, different guests on every week, because I get to see all these different movies that I don't think I ever would have perhaps come across before. But um, it's definitely an interesting one, um, where um, I can't pronounce this name, the director. Jakash. <laughs> Oh, God, you're getting into technical stuff now. Yeah, Takashi Miike. Um, Takashi Miike. Yeah. Yeah. See? That's why I was like, you better know your pronunciation. <laughs> well, I certainly know how to make it up, that's for sure. Fuck yeah, no one will know the difference. No, of course I won't. They're fucking foreigners. <laughs> Cunt. <laughs> mm. If you're going to be a cunt, I'll be a cunt right back. Oh, brilliant. Ah... <sighs> Cunt. He's a 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 cunt. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so it's a story about, um, well, a number of things, but um, basically a Yakuza gang boss goes missing, and uh, one of his enforcers, Kakihara... Bless you. 
<laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, is out on a mission to find him because he believes he's still alive. And so um, throughout this whole introduction to the different characters, um, you get to see a little bit more of uh, Ichi and uh, the different Yakuza members. And yeah, I don't know. It was kind of interesting the way that um, they kind of intertwine the different stories and you've got kind of there will be spoilers obviously anyone who listens to the show should know that by now but um <laughs> the hobby but just the... <laughs> that's right <laughs> but um yeah so the way that the stories get kind of woven together by one kind of puppet master that I knew was there but didn't really um I didn't really notice it right away. Then as the story kind of unfolded, it was like, oh, okay. So this is what's going on. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Well, it's quite an interesting one because at the beginning, it seems like your average sort of a slasher movie. Uh, basically, the opening scenes, you see this uh, cleanup group going in to wipe out the uh, mess that's been created by what it is we don't know. And... Um, the uh, scenes that unfold, uh, you see this complete horrible mess in the cleanup gang, um, almost in the Keystone Cops way, uh, um, fall over all like the gizzards and innards of the uh, poor victims that fell foul to uh, the assailant. Um, yes, and then it um, unfolds that um, this uh, um, Japanese gangster, the boss, um, Anjo, I'm not entirely sure that's how you pronounce it, um, but uh, yeah, he was killed in this um, little mini massacre. Everyone thinks he's fucked off with some prosy with a load of money. And um, well, as we learn, that's not the case. There's this, um, well, this um, very strange character. I'm not sure if I can pronounce the name properly. Um, um, Gigi. Um, yeah. I yeah, think yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about the rubbish film with Ben Affleck. Oh, fuck that. Well, Shit. yeah, exactly. He's um, secretly, well, what we learn is uh, sort of like controlling this um, guy, the character himself, Itchy, to uh, make him into a bit of a murderer. And, um, oh, God, what's that fucking slipmouth bloke's name again? Oh, Jesus. Kakihara? Yep, bless you. Yeah, the um, um, Anjo, like, well, basically, like, he's the godfather and um, his, uh, uh, well, protege, I guess. We don't know much about his relationship with this guy, uh, Kakihara. It's like, like really devoted to him and refuses to believe that uh, this guy has like buggered off. Um, you know, he's got to find him. That's right. At any cost and any way. So, yeah. Well, like we kind of learned quite early on that the guy is, well, very sadomasochistic um, to the extreme, really. I mean, like he, uh, he uh, gets various people to, um, well... He just basically tortures them to try and get the information that he needs. I was going to say that was one of the, the first... Well, obviously the opening scenes, just like the colours and the blood red and the you know quick-moving imagery. But then the second thing that really struck me was, yeah, when they pulled Suzuki in because um, they had been tipped off that he had something to do with... Um, is it Anjo's? <laughs> um, potential murder... Yes. And uh, that scene was quite graphic, where um, mm. 
he's suspended from the ceiling with flesh hooks and um oh yes oh yes the chip fat scene yes yes oh when um yeah he asks him to go get some shrimp and he's cooking shrimp well yeah there's a fair bit of dark humor there which uh, actually goes back to the uh, manga story the actual manga cartoon that this was originally based on um, the original manga cartoon of this is uh, very much similar to another early uh, Japanese uh, manga cartoon called um, Rape Man. Hmm. Um, a lot of the styling and the uh, filming, they uh, tried to make it look like the old uh, manga stuff. And I think they did quite well. I mean, um, oh, God, like some of the graphic bits, really, really graphic. Yes. There's still lots of countries that still have this band because of the graphic content. Uh, there's not much time to um, like sit down and think when you're looking at some of the more graphic scenes. It just happens and you're left going, oh, okay, fuck. Yeah, yeah, you're just sitting there and you're like, whoa, and before you can fully recover, it's kind of on to the next thing, really. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but it was good. I thought it was good. Um, yeah, cooking the, <laughs> the shrimp and torturing them and... Oh, I mean, I can handle most i was gonna say i can handle most torture that would uh, be taken out of context <laughs> um but like especially this kakihara loves using his these skewers throughout the whole film yes yes and that's a bit of a um uh, what they call a, a bit of a leitmotif i mean um it crops up a lot in like say like the uh first half of the film which is whilst we're waiting for um the personality of um, Itchy to um, really come to the fore. And as we see, um, as the story develops in like, kind of like, I don't know what you call it if you're a wanky um, film uh, reviewer, the second act, we learn that Itchy's a bit of a sort of a, well, it was like, like quite majorly psychotic, uh, extremely sexually repressed young man with these fucking God-given martial arts abilities. And this guy, um, the Gigi, that... Um, um, sort of uh, coerces him into, a, well, basically carrying out his own dirty work, doesn't he? I was going to say, he's really the whole puppet master that makes the whole thing spin, because yeah. um, when we're first introduced, we, we see that he's in it with, you know, Longy and Ichi, but, you know, as the story goes on, you see that he's so much more entwined with so many more characters throughout... Um, the whole story and that yeah i don't know that i i don't know that i want to fully ruin it for anybody who <laughs> watches it It's quite interesting because as um, as the story envelops and we learn a little bit more about um, how, well, basically fucked up this itchy character is and how much of a puppet he is, at the same time, the old um, sick twisted, uh, what was the name? Um, uh, Kakahira. No, no. Oh, uh, no, uh, oh the, the uh, no, Kakahira guy. that's uh, looking for his um, mob boss. He's getting yeah. um, increasingly sort of um, interested with these deaths and 
the sort of the, the obvious um, violence and pain that this itchy character in, in, inflicts, and it kind of becomes a bit of a bit of an obsession to him, really, doesn't he? Because like he's searching for that like, ultimate pain buzz, isn't he? I was gonna say, yeah, because through all these killings, you know, he it, he starts to realize that at, at some point he's gonna meet this itchy. Yeah, and instead of fearing it like everyone else, he's like fucking craving it because... Oh, yeah. Yeah, without his... So, you know, throughout the various torture scenes as well, we kind of find out that um, he he obviously had a thing with this Anjo that um, they had a bit of a relationship of sorts. And, um, yeah, it even shows how um, this Karen, who is the mob boss's woman that uh, they thought he ran away with yes yeah she even comes over one night and uh they have that scene where she's basically trying to kick the shit out of him and he's basically like no you need to do it like you want me to fucking die and that's right yeah <laughs> yeah and uh... bitch punch me no really punch me no, really, really fucking punch me. He's left rather unfulfilled, really, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. And so he's he's searching for that fix. And um, yeah, as we learn more about about Ichi, he kind of is yeah becomes obsessed. And everyone's like, you know, he's gonna come get you. And he's like, well, good. I look forward to that. <laughs> Bring it on, blimey. <laughs> I hope he does. So, um, <laughs> but, um, yeah. Uh. <laughs> At first you just hear about him and you see the graphic scenes. Um, but then when you're first kind of introduced, it's not really, his name is never spoken, but you see him in the, um, in the whorehouse, basically. Um, um, I mean, like the first time you've seen him, he's actually introduces this rather pathetic sort of character in a, um, I don't know if it's a restaurant or a bar or something, and um, he's just an incredibly repressed character. And um, yes, obviously, as the uh, film unfolds, as a Gigi character, he, he comes more to the forefront, kind of driving him on, sort of. Um, I think the whole crux of uh, the building of the um, violence of the Itchy character was the fact that this Gigi character is. Uh, it's like feeding him the, the, basically these lies and bullshit about, oh, it was such a bad person. You, There was this um, woman that got raped and you never did anything. You got excited by it. And, you know, he uh, only like feels emotion and anger and stuff when he gets like really, really hyped up. Right. Well, like, for example, when he, you know, when he's standing outside the room watching um, the whore get absolutely, you know, just like beaten up and humbled. Yes. Yeah, pummeled by this guy, and then, um, you know, you think, oh, you know, he's going to be angry, but he's actually really, really hard. Yeah, um, <laughs> yes, yes, to the point of release, I think, is uh, the way of, uh, yeah. Mm, like that dripping plant at the beginning. The dripping plants, yes. Yes. <laughs> that imagery also uh, stuck with me as well. Um, I guess the other the other scene with Ichi in, in terms of the whole sexual repression thing and because um, it's always just kind of alluded to but then after 
he talks to the one girl. She's like, well, you know, you're the only man who comes in here and loves seeing women black and blue. And like, I wish that fucker would die. And um, Ichi comes back to do the job. Uh, basically, first watches her get pummeled, of course. And um, Well, he's got to warm up, isn't he? <laughs> yes. Um, but then, yeah, he kind of bursts into the room um, basically to kill this guy. And, um, and he does. And when it's all done, you know, she's like, what the fuck are you doing? And um, she's a little nervous. And he's like, well, you wanted him killed. So you're like, okay, all right. But then, um, yeah, you see the smile crop up. And he's like, but you don't have to worry because I'm going to beat you now. And she's yeah. like, what? <laughs> yeah, shit. He kind of gets conflicted, you know, after a while with all the all the murders and things so that Gigi has to kind of up the ante and, you know, twist his mind a little bit more to get him to um, perform the different things and um, yes. get creative about how to uh, have have people murdered. And uh, and yes, and uh, much blood and giblets ensue. It must be said. Oh yeah, body parts everywhere. Body parts a go go. <laughs> body parts a go go. Yes. <laughs> but um, yeah, I guess we, you know, I do say there'll be spoilers, so um, I think we can probably talk about the end of the movie. And uh, then we get to get on to the sex part. Well, the end of the movie, I mean, it's all building up. I mean, it gets to the stage where this Gigi character is um, trying to um, G up Itchy so much. I mean, he concocts this whole um, sort of a, um, rape fantasy uh, for Itchy, you know, to sort of um, G him on. <laughs> well, no, it soon gets to the point where finally, um, oh, fucking hell, what's his name again? Uh, Kakihara, like finally meets up with Itchy, and like it's, all, it's, it's like frothing at the gash to like meet the pain, but um, it's really not doing it for Itchy because uh, he's so sort of like, well I don't know, he's so fucked up. It's that scene on the uh, top of the building, isn't it? Well, yeah, he goes in, and um, well, first he, you know, murders the two sadistic brothers, which that's a whole pair of <laughs> themselves. Yes, but, yeah. But yeah, it leads them up to the roof top where, um, yeah, like, Kakiara is super, super, like, he's just excited. He's, dude, he's ready to blow his load, like, while oh, he's absolutely, waiting. yeah. Well, he's fucking waiting for this because he's just been waiting um, this entire time. But yeah, Ichi isn't sure what he wants to do because, like, his head is so fucked up at this point. Like, he doesn't mm. really know what he's supposed to be doing and um he was told a lie about one of the other characters so you know right before they're um they're gonna kind of go into battle um things get a little more fucked up for ichi um yep <laughs> poor ichi <laughs> oh bless him oh the sadistic murderer poor oh. guy <laughs> coming soon by mattel itchy killer dolls <laughs> now with retractable blade shoes oh Christ! yes some of the graphic scenes with the blade shoes they're um yes they're quite interesting aren't they uh, they are <laughs> oh they definitely slice well 
Yes, slice and dice, bitch. <laughs> Reminds me of the scene with um with Karen, who thought she'd um twist Ichi to her own ways by uh, pretending she was the rape victim that he oh, used to know. Oh, well, that didn't work out very well for her, did it? No. <clears throat> Slice and dice. <laughs> but that got her out of the picture as well for, uh, mm. for Gigi. <sighs> but, um, yeah, we'll get back on the rooftop, I guess. <laughs> Shall we? Yeah, we'll go right to the top. So, um, Kakihara is sitting there ready with, um, kind of taunting him again with his skewers. Pretty much, yeah. And, um, Itchy uh, gets so, like, conflicted and, um, you know, pretty fucked up with thing. It's just, like, screaming and stuff, which is really unsettling to, um, old uh, Kakihara, or Cocky Horror, as I've now decided to call him. So, yeah, so he just fucking sticks the skewers in his own ears, doesn't he, to drown out the noise, which is uh, nice. Yeah, but then the whole scene with it kind of, yeah, muffles and amplifies it, though, at the same time. And he mm. shows him, you know, he, he obviously notices that um, that all of a sudden the noise has changed. So he looks up to see that um, Ichi has, in fact, actually gotten up to um, come get him in a, in a way <laughs> while he yes. thinks. <laughs> yes, yes. And um, are you really going to explain the whole of the film so no one's ever going to want to buy it? <laughs> we'll leave it at the cliffhanger. Yes, and and something really exciting happens at the end and something surprising happens after that. There you go. Buy the film, cunts. <laughs> lots of surprises and lots of gory. Well, Yes, yes, yes. There's a fair bit that we've um, um, glossed over, so it's not as if the whole fucking thing's been a spoiler. But, uh, Correct. Yes, it's. A, I mean, I mean, like, if you want a challenging live-action film that takes its cues from like um, mid-nineties manga, then um, this is something to check out. I mean, um... it was really, really good. I'm glad. Um, like I said, I like that about having different people on and different personalities because mm. then I get to get a little taste of different films. Because, um, yeah, I mean, I watch bad films, good films. You know, I like a little bit. Home movies. Well, yeah, that too. I prefer making them to watching them, though. I've not made one in ages, actually. Huh. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's been a while. Mm. Oh, speaking of... Um, uh, oh, excuse me. Ooh. All right. Um, I'm actually going to have to run upstairs for a minute to go grab something else to drink. Well, that's all right, because I've got to have a piss. All right. Should we leave the tape running and reconvene in whenever? Yeah, we'll just uh, check back in in a couple minutes. Okay. Here's a commercial break, cunts.
Mad Bark, so it's like an apple cinnamon cider. Apple and cinnamon, lovely. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to like, gulp. <laughs> because I know you like to gulp. <laughs> well, I get a little greedy, and then I can't slow down. Saucy. <sighs> so what's next, bitch? Sex. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Let me get my wrench out. <laughs> Do you have any skewers handy? Just kidding. Uh, I have some skewers, actually, and it's making me think that I should uh, do some lovely lamb kebabs. Mm, tasty. Mm. Tasty. Yes. 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 I'm a bit of a culinary genius, occasionally. I, I love to cook as well, but it's recent that I've gotten into it. Right. People who like food tend to like snacks. This is true. It is true. Yes. <laughs> Good appetites. Healthy appetites. Yes. Healthy appetites. Lots of meat and veg. Mmm. <laughs> nice. Go on and steer the show, woman. Jesus <laughs> I'm Christ. I'm steering it right towards sex. Um. So we're gonna get into um, well, our listener responses in a little bit, and talk okay. about those. But um, yes. first. First, I always like to have uh, have my guests and I discuss it as well. So, um, oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's an easy question this week. Easy question. <laughs> it's um, yeah. So, what do you find sexy or attractive about someone? Anyone? What do I find? What do I find sexy and attractive about someone? Um. Ooh. What do I find sexy? And well, there has to be a number of things. A, <laughs> well, oh, well, yeah, it kind of depends on the mood, actually. I mean, uh, typically it's been, um, well, there's uh, got to be that um, sort of a recognition of a glint in the glint in the eye over uh, glasses away, where um, um, you'll uh, pick up the eye of someone that's um, clearly got that same glint. And um, yeah, yeah, there's got to be the banter. It's got to start with banter. Um, kind of the back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit of um, uh, banter of the um, not your normal variety. Um, so like when you um, um, stumble across someone at the bar, and there is that uh, recognition of a glint, then you've um, instantly got to um, try it with a bit of the banter and uh, see if they're. Um, well, for me, it's uh, whether someone's got a bit of a wrong sense of humour. Um, <laughs> I was going to say a little dark. Oh, yeah, it's got to be dark. I mean, life's too short to uh, do um, a lot of the uh, waffling bullshit about, um, oh, that's a really nice blouse you're wearing. <laughs> uh, 
You kind of start out with, oh, you'd look really great in my boot. Or trunk, if you're from a third world country, like America. Um, <sighs> what is it? Everyone who comes on the show wants to diss on America. What's up with that? <laughs> Do you really want to know? Probably not. Good, well, shut up then. Um, well, Why no, are you about to put me in the boot? Um... Well, if you're lucky, I mean, um, it's a small boot, but if I chopped you up into enough pieces, it'd probably fit quite well, you know. I'm as sure long I could... as the cuts are clean. As long as your cunts what? The, <laughs> the cuts, not cunts. Oh, cunts, okay. Cunt is a different word. It's oh, as long as the, a... the cuts are clean. The first cunt is the deepest, yes. <laughs> oh, nothing to compare. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. So. Uh, so. Sorry. Say that again. Where were we? Uh, uh, what do I find sexy? Yeah. Yes. <sighs> Women that have their own mind, basically, a good sense of humour, preferably dark. Um, so you don't have to worry about all, like, all like the fucking bullshit about oh, oh, what do you like? Oh, I like this band. Do you like this band? Oh, yeah, they're really good. Oh, no, fuck that. You know, you stumble across someone at the bar and go, yeah, all right, how's it going? They'll either ignore you or they'll say hello. So, um, which will follow that up with, well, what are you drinking then? <laughs> and, <laughs> and then they'll either go, oh, fuck off, you weirdo. Or they'll go, oh, I'll have a double JD and Coke. And if they say that, then you know it's unforgiven, basically. Yeah, I was going to say, then the, the glint in the eye gets a little brighter. <laughs> oh, it gets a little brighter and a little bit more hypnotic. Yes, yes. And then, uh, and then uh, yeah, move on the, uh, move on the conversation to um, tastes in comedy. Actually, it's a big thing for me. More than um, taste and music between people. Um, if I find that people identify with the same sort of sense of humour, then I find it extremely attractive. Um, because uh, you can chat about that sort of thing quite a lot, you know. Well, right, you can always be bouncing things off each other. Or... Well, absolutely. Um, um, yeah, I mean, if like the pair of you sort of um, through the early stages of banter sort of like happen upon the a similar vein of humour, then you, you know, you'll end up um, riffing sort of um, well-known catchphrases from um, the sort of comedians and stuff that the pair of you find yourselves into, and um, and well, uh, uh, basically that um, that kind of takes over, and you don't have to bother trying to uh, do the banter because you're just riffing off each other, and before you know it, you're you're fucking balls deep in each other. It's great. <laughs> it's lovely. Yes. <laughs> Well, yeah. So romantic. <laughs> but, well, no, because you've already made that connection at that point. Because, um, yeah, I can kind of get that. Because one of my things I was going to say is, yeah, a lot of it is, it is more personality, I think. I mean, people can have, you know, obviously I'll notice, like, a great set of eyes or, um, <clears throat> like, I don't know, I have something about hands. Like You have something about hands? Hands, okay. yeah. I don't know, like strong not even they don't even have to be strong but like hands with character i don't know there's certain hands i'm like i could photograph that maybe i'm oh, okay maybe i'm weird but um really well, yes i think you <laughs> definitely are we should we should have like a how many times has megan said she's weird counter for this episode um ding. Ding. um but no i think it's kind of like for me like the difference between like someone i'm just you know, oh yeah, I'm attracted to, and someone like, oh yeah, like I'm really into is that whole personality because I need, uh, I don't know, I always like learning things and 
exploring and different stuff. So it's like I really need someone who will tweak my mind and um, get me thinking about different stuff and different perspectives. So really, I don't know, I kind of liken it to, you know, someone who can kind of light up all my, my synapses to be kind of geeky and <laughs> biology about it. But um, someone who can get me talking a little deeper than just the... Yeah, this, this band's really good. Shows your tits. <laughs> I never hear that ever. Really? Uh, no, I'd be lying. I would be lying. Well, yeah. <laughs> of course you lie. You're a woman. <gasps> Not as much as men. I never lie. Oh, no, that's a lie. Yeah, see? We're just better at it. Well, you say that. <laughs> well, I'm not. I don't have a poker face at all, so... <laughs> I like to poke your face. Sorry. Uh, yeah, anyway. so, um, uh, so um, eyes and hips, I think, are the um, physical things that I would instantly go for. Because there's a way that um, um, if, if, if you're having banter with a nice young filly and uh, she has to go and powder her nose and she walks off, it's all to do with the hip movement. If there's a nice hip movement, bingo, bingo, bango, wallop. Well, there's a lot about how people move that indicates a lot of other things. Yes. Like, if they walk with their bum clenched, you probably think they're going to shit themselves. <laughs> yeah, they might have waited a little too long. Yeah. They lost the gamble. Oh. <laughs> oh, sad. But yeah, I don't know. I tend to kind of go for... Yeah, people who keep my mind working and lit up, and um, someone also who can keep me laughing, because life's too fucking short for that shit, too. <laughs> certainly is, young lady. So, yeah, yeah. Tends to lead to, like, creatively tormented types in the past, but, you know, it happens. So, um, yeah, if anyone fits this line of thought, perhaps you could email me at uh, screamsandmoans at gmail.com. I'm just kidding. I, I thoroughly endorse that email address. <laughs> oh, isn't it great? I couldn't believe, actually, um, as a side note, that when I went to buy my domain, that www.screamsandmoans.com was actually free. Oh, no, it's amazing. It's amazing! <laughs> it's amazing, mate, and I'm a Londoner. Cool, blimey, fucking hell, ain't the Queen Mum looking young? Screams and moans, who'd have funk it? Jesus Christ on a bite, apples and pears. <laughs> Wonderful. Mm. Mm. Thank you, I am. Yes. <laughs> I am as well, that's why we're on this podcast together. Oh, yeah. So, um... Yeah, maybe now that uh, we've talked about what we find sexy, we could uh, talk a little bit about what my listeners uh, find sexy. It'd be rude not to. Oh, definitely not. We've got to invite them all in. The more, the merrier. Yes. Go so. on in, you fucker. All right. Well, here's some of our listener responses. So some of the things that I always like are girls that are wet. By wet, I mean maybe they got caught in the rain and they are drenched. I don't know what it is, but I love the way hair looks when it's wet and they are a bit chilled so you can see some hard nipples poking through their top. So that's one of the many things that turn me on. Now, <laughs> I used to, I, no, shut up. 
I used to quite like the wet hair thing until it was ruined by watching Four Weddings and a Funeral and that fucking saggy dried up old cunt at the end who was her name Andy McDowell was that yeah that sounds about right yeah oh yeah is it raining I can notice kick her in the fucking bits oh yeah <laughs> and that kind of ruined the whole standing outside in the rain being wet and interesting so no, no bollocks Aww. to that so it's all ruined for you now uh, no if you wait go and get a fucking towel you cunt <laughs> so I'll stop the shower snap chats then Oh no, no, showers are good, but just standing outside in the mud. Oh, I'm so meaningful and lonely. Oh, it's really, oh, yes, stay out there, you twat. <laughs> I hope you fucking freeze to death. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I hope your age dribbles down your leg, you fucking spanner. <laughs> oh, all from one movie. Yes. Ugh, romantic comedies. Oh, yes. <laughs> I try um, not to watch them. No, well, no, no. They're full of false hopes and promises. Oh, and shit acting and shit storylines. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we could go on all night just about that. I'm, I'm sure we could, but we've got a podcast to do, darling. We do, so you're up. <laughs> Funny you should say that. Mm. Um, right, um, at, 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 number two. Oh, oh, number two. Fucking typical. I'm a number two. <clears throat> there is, of mm. course, the, uh, uh, the traditional tits and arse. But, but what I look for in a woman that I'm serious about is the shoulder, neck, and jawline. Oh, now actually, I can identify with that, actually. Neck and jawline, yes. Um, this, is a, this is a difficult one for me to describe in words. Needless to say, what I picture myself... Oh, hang on. Can I read ahead first? This yeah. This is... A, this is a, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I wish I was pissed. This is a difficult one for me to describe in words. Needless to say, what I picture myself doing to that image just gets me more and more worked up. Um... Oh Christ! So you've got do a to, what? Do I do I have to read this one for my co-host? No, because remember I've got three and five, so I've got both your co-hosts. No, well I'm sure you have, darling. Go on. In. <laughs> I actually don't. Hello, this is Jerry from Strange Times, and there's nothing I find more attractive than a bare-chested man, glistening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to keep a face here, glistening with sweat after a hard day at the coal face. You can't beat it. Make something almost primal awaken in me. <laughs> well, there's a bit of a backstory to this. Our, um, our dear friend, Jerry uh, Twait, um, from Strange Times, available on Stitcher, iTunes Radio. You can pick um, yourself later, bitch. Yeah, um, fuck off, man. Um, hey, um, he, he's a good old Welshman, uh, and the Welsh are known for um well various things one of them is uh, coal mining so i think that's where the coal reference that's, that's where the coal reference comes yes in. yes i was kind of wondering about that <laughs> well there you go now you know is there something attractive to you about a bare-chested man glistening with sweat um no not particularly yeah no i haven't spoken to my dad in years <laughs> Aww. Number four? Number four. Confidence. The ability to own a room. Eyes. Fucking hell, did I write that? <laughs> no. Uh. Someone you did, you know did, though. Oh. Uh. But I let people stay anonymous if they don't put their names. So. Mum? <laughs> Mum? Mum, is that you? 
Mama just raped a man. Um, oh, sorry, your turn now. <laughs> Build his but ass my... until he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't say I was going to. Go on, you go. <laughs> oh, this one's. I get the long one. But... Yeah, of course you do, darling. I'm on the show. Oh, yeah. Well, it's your co-host that I'm reading about. So, number five. What's attractive and sexy is a woman's head. What's in it? <laughs> what? <laughs> What's in it and what it looks like. There are other parts of a woman that are both sexy and attractive, but without the head, what it looks like, and the intelligence within, there's nothing. A woman can have a beautiful body, but if she's dumb as a box of rocks and or has a head like a robber's dog, then forget it. Cat Sorens, the Rigid Fist podcast and Strange Time Show. Notice what he listed second there. P.S. <laughs> this is why I've got about a dozen or so adult female heads of varying colors mounted on the walls of my house. <laughs> sent, sent from another fucking iPhone. <laughs> iPhone? Well, I always knew it was gay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Mounted female heads. The third album uh, was a bit of a disappointment. <laughs> so, um, we also have some recorded clips. You can listen to those now. This is Wiffix from Vampcast and Twisted Sisters, and what I find attractive is someone who can make me laugh, make me feel beautiful, facial hair is a must, and tattoos, of course, are sexy. In a female, great smile and a nice, thick body. This is Steve McShane of The Drunkard's Call and growler radio it's 7 30 in the morning felt yeah, it's time to go and sit down and let you know what i thought was attractive and sexy so let's go ahead and approach it from two perspectives one you've got the attractive which we can go and put up the staples the you know, you know large breasts nice nice ass you know that's obviously i'm 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 very much one of those guys but let's let's go and take it a little bit further a little more cerebral if you will, because that's there has to be some kind of an attraction there. That's why I'm one of those guys. If I'm out, it's very hard for me to be impressed at all, unless I've heard you talk, unless I've heard you, you know, speak. If you make me laugh, things like that. That's much, much, much more attractive than than somebody who's just walking around all dolled up. I'm not real impressed with Melrose Place. You know, if I, if I can use that as an analogy, the hot librarian look, very attractive then. I mean, that, that drives me insane. It's smart. It's classy. Uh, glasses drive me nuts. Oh, my gosh. Especially when they frame a beautiful pair of eyes. Just, oh, that's, that's, that's the stuff right there. So classy. It has to be classy. Sucker for brunettes and redheads. Very much so. Especially the classic pinup girl look. Curves. So those things are gonna, those things are gonna rope me in. The tractor beams will be set. I'll, I'll kind of, you'll have my attention. Um, Sex-wise, what I find sexy though, I do like the lingerie. Again, we're going back to the classy though. Um, I want, uh, you know, I sucker for the for the for the little shorts as lingerie. Form-fitting. I mean, it, it shows off the curves. You know, I'm not. In, I'm not into the French maids. I'm not into the, you know, the stuff like that. That's, that doesn't do anything for me. It's unrealistic. I can't. I can't put that 
when is the last time a French maid came along and you know and blew you? You know, it's not. It just doesn't happen. Confidence in bed is sexy. Incredibly sexy. If she knows that she can walk in, just her presence being there is going to give you a hard on. That gives you a hard on. <laughs> so that's something that's that, that's very 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 important. Knowing what to do is nice. But having somebody who will allow you to teach them what to do, or will teach you what to do, it takes that to another level also. She has to be willing to experiment too. That's sexy. That's, that's incredibly sexy because then she's, her mind is open. In an open mind, you can put anything through that door. All right, well, I appreciate the opportunity to uh, share that. I'm, I'm sure there's more, but, uh, you know, it, it, that's a, I think that's a pretty good start. If anybody would like to uh, send questions or comments, it is iMcShane on Twitter. So that's at A-Y-E-M-C-S-H-A-N-E. And uh, pretty open, so just uh, shoot me a note, you'll get an answer. You might, not like the, you might not like the answer, but you'll get one back. Well, big thank you to Screams and Moans for allowing me to share that. And uh, Miss Megan, I did omit something earlier. I have to say that your voice is incredibly sexy as well. What do I find attractive? What gets me going? What floats my boat? Um, I'd love to say that um, I like sophisticated women. I like uh, ladies who read Proust and uh, drink sherry and, uh, I don't know, recline with chaise long. Um, I I might do. I might like them if they have giant tits. Basically, that sounds really bad, doesn't it? I can't help the way I'm wired inside. I like massive knockers and quite often dark hair as well. And um, you know, I'm a I'm a bum man as well. You know, I like a nice shapely round bum and a nice sort of tight pair of trousers. Incidentally, sort of the current craze for leggings is um, a real boon for me at the moment. But um. Yeah, I don't know, it's the more sort of base things, you know, the the visual things that I like, you know, sort of like, even sort of curvier women, for example, I, I really don't get, I've never been a fan of, um, you know, really sort of super slim people, um, I myself am not super slim, um, let it be known, but yeah, I like a, something to grab hold of, maybe something that may be not currently as aesthetically pleasing may not look as good but you know it's all fashion of course um but has more of a sort of textile nubile lovely sort of tactile feel to it something nice to squeeze you know um sigmund freud however <laughs> would yes have a field day with me i believe um my mother for example if you uh, were to take a look at her she's also quite short and rather curvy and has giant knockers and all that i don't fancy my mother I really don't. Oh, I'm going to delete that part. Hello, Megan. Dr. Norman Trousers here. You were asking what I find sexy. Well, you remember the phrase, a maid in the living room, a chef in the kitchen, and a whore in the bedroom? Well, in that context, the sexiest thing in the world is the phrase, whatever you want. Well, that and a pair of knee-length FMBs and a greyhound skirt. So I'm easy, I'm loose. Um, <laughs> I can take a lot of torture. Uh, what else have we covered? Can you cook a good roast beef? Well, and I said I could cook, and I love food, and I have a good Egg. appetite. Okay. Yeah. What's the gag reflex like? Um, I've actually trained myself to not have one. Oh, now, 
do you know a way of going around that if um um one of the ways that i, I used to um, um <laughs> train people um if if they had a bit of a gag reflex what you have to do and um girls if you're listening to this or or boys um and you're having a bit of a problem with that when it comes to the uh, moment of release uh, get your left hand and clench your fist but clench down on your thumb and um um and it um totally uh, uh distracts you from um your uh, gag re- uh, reflex um try oh, i tried it hell it works <laughs> so oh, there you go that's yeah a, that's an official davian dent sex tip <laughs> we should have one of those every episode <laughs> well yeah it can be organized the davian dent's <laughs> sex tip of the episode so um speaking of all things sexy and attractive um yeah, I think it's time for us to uh, let the listeners know where they can find us on the internets. So um, where can my listeners find all of your lovely um, podcasts and contact information? Um, spurted between your grandmother's tits. Oh. oh, no. Oh, no. Sorry. that. Oh, no. Sorry. That was for another show. Sorry. <sighs> this isn't the strange times. Oh, funny you should mention that. You can find me. <laughs> um <laughs> What? Oh, God. Um, terrible, really. I've got two shows to pimp, really, that I um, um, regularly appear on. Um, as you well know, lovely Megan, um, there's my um, uh, there's my show, The Bitter Sound, um, a dark comedy. How, well, uh, you listen to it. How would you describe it? Yeah. Well, I think you cover it pretty well with the dark comedy cabaret yeah. theme. Yes. But, yeah, I mean... It's it's skits, it's dark, uh, it's humorous, if you have that um, sense of humor. I'm trying to think of a better word for that. <laughs> if you're so inclined. <laughs> it's like the audio equivalent of LSD, basically. Um, yes, if wonderful. you fancy... Well, yes, it is. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. So, um, um, com for all of that sort of... Uh, um, ambient horror nonsense, if you like, something a little bit more challenging than um, um, uh, Rolling Doodle. Um, <laughs> 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 They're not podcasters anymore, remember? Oh, yeah, I know. I miss them. Oh, but I'm still inviting uh, them to my podcaster get together. It's okay. Mm. Um, yes, and um, oh, oh, also, well, well, how can I not mention um, Strange Times? The um, goddamn show I do with um, um, the Antipodean Dingo Botherer Cat Sorens and um, uh, Twitter Botherer Jerry Twat uh, Twait. Um, yeah, strangetimeshow.com. Um, what can I say? It's another podcast chat show, um, probably with a little bit more swearing than most. And um, I don't know, what have you got to say about it? It's a bunch of guys getting together, talking shit, but um, shit that will make you laugh. So, um, yeah, everyone should have a listen to The Strange Times as well. Available on iTunes and Stitcher. <laughs> Apparently so, yes. <laughs> so they say. So they say. Um, and speaking of, um, yes, this has been the Screams and Moans podcast. We're available on iTunes and Stitcher. You can find us on Twitter at screams and moans and we also have a facebook page so it's the facebook address slash screams and moans and as always if you have an answer to the 
question for the episode, you can send that to screamsandmoans at gmail.com. And speaking of, the listener question for the next episode will be... Why does it hurt when I pee? (laughs) No, though that would be funny to hear um, Bon talk about why it hurts when he pees. Oh, well, Um, we know why it hurts when he pees, (laughs) dirty cunt. But, um, (laughs) no, the, uh, the next question for our listeners is, what is your favorite urban dictionary sex term? So we'll be talking about that on the next episode of Screams and Moans. And with Dutch that, oven. <laughs> there's a whole bunch of options. I don't even want to start covering yet because it'll be good. <laughs> I think, do you, do you know what? That sounds so good. I'm going to tune in again. Oh, lovely. Well, you should be turn, tuning in every episode. Screams and Moans. It's the podcast that makes me come twice. <gasps> oh, so I'm just like, all I can do is just moan to that. So. <laughs> well, you're only human. <sighs> yeah. Although my hands are free because this is a podcast. So, right. Um, yeah, with that, maybe maybe it's a good time to uh, <laughs> to get going so I can use those hands. And um, yeah, everyone have a lovely evening. <laughs> Bye. Wait you later. Thank you.